Hello guys, you're listening to Roxy Brown on the Blonde Ambition Podcast, and today's podcast is going to talk all about excuses. I think that's the word that we throw around really easily, but I'm going to give you the backstory. Uh, I've deemed May my month of no excuses, and then I'm going to tell you some tips that help me get through my day. Uh, and kind of define what is an excuse and what is not. It helps me sort of categorize things to know when I should not listen to that inner voice and when I should just keep going forward. So to start off with, you guys send me the most lovely, kind, beautiful messages on all of my social media channels and especially on LinkedIn. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. The encouragement that I get from you guys is absolutely amazing. And and when I hear that something that I have said or something that I have written has helped you in any way, it really touches me. Like that, that is why I share my experiences is in the hopes of helping someone else. But I also get a lot of you who message me and specifically ask for advice on certain things. You may be stuck in your business or Uh, you know, in your sales department or whatever it is, and you're asking me, how did you get through this? And I would never force the way that I've done things on anyone else, because I truly think that there are many different ways you can do things. It's not my way or the highway. What works for me may not necessarily work for you. But when you ask me for my advice, if I know something about that, if I have personal experience with it, I'll be really open with you and I'll tell you what it is that worked for me. And there are some people who automatically, when they hear that, whatever my advice is, because I've personally had some experience with it, when they hear that, they automatically start making excuses and they start listing off all the reasons why that won't work for them. This does not make those people bad people. It does not make them unintelligent. It does not mean anything other than that they are using excuses and it's probably holding them back in their lives. So I think we all make them. I am guilty of them. And to be completely honest with you, I had a different start in life than than maybe is quote unquote normal. I mean, what is normal anymore? But I was raised in a very, I would call it secluded home life. I was homeschooled. There was a lot of, a lot of mental illness, a lot of addiction. It it was not a great home life, but what it definitely was, was sort of secluded. We lived out sort of in the country. I didn't have, you know, friends around the block because that just wasn't geographically how things worked. And since I was homeschooled, I didn't go to school with other kids. So I did not realize, and literally until probably I left for college at the age of barely 18, I had just turned 18 when I left, I didn't realize in life how the real world works. And I know that that most kids don't at that age, but truthfully, I had no idea what I was in for. No idea. And I actually credit that with the fact that I didn't know that I shouldn't have succeeded. And let me explain. I think we're all put we're all put into social constructs and and we're all told 
you know, for all kinds of different things. You're a girl, so maybe these are the jobs for you. Or, you know, you're religious, so this is kind of what you is expected of you. Or you come from a poor family, because I'm going to keep it with 100% with you guys. We did not have much money. We lived in just a falling down house on the side of the road. We were by no means, no means well off. And because I was homeschooled and because I was so insulated, it did not occur to me to make excuses for myself because I just didn't understand that people like me were not supposed to make it. You know, I didn't realize how many odds were stacked against me. And so when I left home and I started in school and college, I got my undergrad in three years. And people think that that is just crazy. I got my undergrad in molecular and cellular biology in three years. And people all the time label me incorrectly as super intelligent. Oh, you must have just been just the most genius. I wasn't. I consider myself to be a, a good learner. I enjoy learning. And, and I do think that, you know, I'm not a dumb person, but by no means am I the smartest person in the room. What really excelled me through college so quickly was that I just didn't understand that taking on 23 hours of science classes in a semester was probably not a good idea. And because I didn't know that I was supposed to fail or that a lot of people fail, or that that wasn't necessarily the path that was, you know, would have been drawn out for me because I was ignorant to the fact that I that I was doing something that shouldn't have been able to be done, I actually did it. And the reason that I actually was able to accomplish that was because I didn't make excuses. And as I got older and, you know, sort of went through life and started working and stuff, I, I fell into the same trap as everyone else, which is that I started looking around and I started thinking, oh, I'm just a woman. I'm not sure if I can do that. Or, oh, you know, I've spent 15 years in oil and gas. I wonder if I can make the switch to corporate security. And, and as I really got out in the world, it did so many wonderful things for me. You know, I, I, I would not trade my journey for anything. And, and the home life that I came from was not a good one. But the one thing that it did do for me is that it insulated me to where I didn't know to make excuses. And when I got older and when I got out in the world and when I started seeing how big things were and I started seeing other people's businesses fail or marriages fail, I, I started making excuses. And it doesn't make me a bad person and it doesn't make you a bad person. Excuses come from a place of fear and we all have fear. But the thing is, is that I've gotten a lot better about that in, in recent years. And I was watching something, um, just a little clip, a motivational sort of clip that was just scrolling through my Facebook feed. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'll see if I can find the link to it because it was just scrolling through. The guy's name was Les Brown, L-E-S, Les Brown. And he had a beautiful, just maybe five minute story about how he got his start basically in the world, uh, how he was, you know, labeled as not being able to do anything. I think he was actually labeled as maybe sort of being on the spectrum uh, for being considered slow mentally and how he and it was just so inspiring inspiring to hear, hear how he made it. And that is what has kicked off the month of May, which is I'm considering no excuses month. And so what that means is that we all have self-talk. 
every single one of us. And you you kind of have no choice but to hear it because you're laying in bed at night with your own thoughts and you you know, you've always got that little devil on your shoulder saying, "I don't know if you can do this. We've all got it." But I'm going to spend the month of May being extra, extra particular about the excuses that I make because we all do this in daily life. I don't think that it's reasonable or realistic that I'm never going to make an excuse again. But the point of the exercise for me is that I'm just going to push myself and get out of my own way and sort of try to get back to that girl who didn't think about all the excuses and about how many times or the percentage that people fail, or that this won't work, or that won't work. I'm just going to drop that from my mind and say, you know what, I'm doing things that I've never done before, and I don't know if they're going to work for me, and the only way is to try, and I'm not going to make excuses. So something that has worked for me in the past, which is that a lot of you are asking me, well, how do you take that out of the equation? How do you, how do you not form excuses? And here's what's worked for me in the past, and this is what I'm going to do solidly to the best of my abilities for the month of May, is that when I, there are factual reasons why sometimes things don't work out. And that's okay. That's not an excuse. That's just a factual reason. So when I think to myself, oh, I'm just using an example, um, I'd like to start a clothing company. And the first thing that I think of is, well, I, that's an excuse. If you start out with, hmm, well, I don't know, all of those are excuses. So if I think about starting a clothing company and the first thing that pops into my mind is finances, I'm currently broke. If that that was my situation, thank you, Jesus, I'm not. But if that was my situation, you know, you can't ignore, I'm not asking you to ignore, if if it takes $800 to buy a car, and you only have $400, that's not an excuse. It just means you have to keep working, but you physically can't buy that car, right? So we're going to differentiate. I'm going to differentiate between the fact that some things are just not right now. It just means I need another 400 bucks to add to, you know, to buy that car. But I'm not going to let myself make the excuse of, oh, man, I wonder if I buy that car. I wonder if I'll be able to afford later on. If, if anything were ever to break, I wonder how that's going to go. That's an excuse. I wonder, you know, if if I need to read some more books first because I'm not a total expert on this, that's an excuse. I don't have a college degree in that and I probably should, that's an excuse. So I'm gonna try to really differentiate. And the thing is, is that you probably can't keep yourself from thinking of excuses. We can't necessarily, I think over time you can train your brain, but you can't get discouraged. I'm not going to be discouraged if the decision that I have to make tomorrow means, uh, if if I automatically think of an excuse, I'm not going to be discouraged for having thought it, but I'm going to, to analyze it and push through anyhow and not let the excuse stop me. And that's what's going to be the important part. Not that I didn't think of an excuse or that my mind wasn't fearful about it, but that I did it anyway because this is no excuses month. So something that has really helped me, and I spoke of this a couple days ago on my LinkedIn and some of you guys kind of thought I was crazy, but if you're struggling with excuses, this is the easiest way to start training your brain into, into not paying attention to those is to start exercising and eating right. And I'm going to tell you why. 
everybody has something that they struggle with. Weight has never necessarily been my struggle. So uh, I was just, you know, have a, a pretty good metabolism, not as good as it was when I was 20, but but it's never really been a big deal to me. I never have been really overweight. And so the thing is, is that for people like me, you can look at it and say, well, I don't have just a ton of weight to lose, so it's really not that important. I might as well eat the cake. I might as well not kill myself in the gym. You know, the doctor says I'm fine, like I'm within the little normal BMI. But I picked up exercising, and then I sort of, over the years, I started really getting into exercising like four years ago. And then slowly over the four years, I've sort of tightened up my my diet and what I eat. And it is 100% for health, not 100%. I enjoy having abs, let's not lie. But the, the reason that I started it and the reason that I will always continue to do it is to mentally discipline myself. Because the truth is, whether or not I skipped a week of working out or not, no one would know, you wouldn't know, I probably wouldn't physically see it. But the point is, is that I have a balance. I don't kill myself. I don't work out every day. But by making sure that I stick to my workouts and my meal plan and I eat healthy food, it mentally helps me get over excuses. So I can think to myself all day long, I really don't want to work out. I'm really not feeling it right now. Uh, I would just, I'm just kind of been a little tired. I would just rather go home but not work out. And I make myself do it anyway. And it really, on a mental level, trains your brain to discipline yourself to understand what is an excuse and what is not. I'm not one of those people that freaks out if, if I get a busy week and work happens and I don't get to be in the gym as much as I want. I certainly will have and enjoy thoroughly a piece of cake at a friend's birthday party or anniversary dinner. But on a general basis, I stick to what works for me. And it's really more than, it's, it's for health and it's for looks, but it's for discipline most of all. Because I know that if I can make myself do the mundane things that I don't want to do, I will be mentally stronger for it. And so if that's something that, that you're not doing currently, try it and don't, don't try it out of hate. Don't try it out of, I, I have to lose weight because I hate myself. I hate the way I look. It's not that. It's in a positive way. You're training yourself and reprogramming your brain to go in there and do what it is that you need to do. And that literally, you guys, translates into every area of your life. It means that when I don't want to do the mundane paperwork that we all in every line of work have to deal with, I can go in there and get it done and just put my head down and do it. You know, or on those days that I would just rather sleep in, I, I get up because I know I need to do it. And it's the exact same principle as making sure that you eat right and making sure that you work out. It's self-discipline and it's pushing through the BS excuses that we all try to make up. So that's something that's really helped me. Uh, if it helps you, let me know. If, if you need to try it, try it. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can just be walking around the block or trading, uh, you know, one meal a day in for something that's a little healthier. You don't have to go all in right away, but you have to start. And it's really helped me with my excuses. So I'm not sure where this month is going to take me. 
I feel like I'm a little, wasn't a Jim Carrey who was like the yes man and he couldn't say no to anything and it got him into all these crazy situations. It might be a little bit like that. I'm not sure, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it. I, I haven't put it. I only said the month of May not to put a timeline on it, but just to give myself a goal of getting through 30 days. And we'll see. I'll come back and report back on the podcast and tell you how it went, what happened, if I would continue to do it, if everything went haywire because I just did too much or the most. But I think it's really something that that we all have to be cognizant about. And let me tell you, There is not one ounce of my being, my soul, that would be okay with having the good fortune to live to be 90 years old and to look back on my life and think, man, if I had just sucked it up and just not been fearful and not made excuses, if I had just tried, what kind of crazy, amazing adventures could I have gone on? There, that drives me more than anything is the fear of regret. And that is more powerful for me than the fear of doing something and failing. So I'm going to do it regardless. Uh, I'm going to record my progress and we'll see what happens. I hope you record your progress too. I hope those of you doing it with me, like check in with me. I'm going to be checking back in with you probably next week. Um, And let's just see. And for those of you who think it's crazy, I know it's crazy. I have a work life and I have a home life. Like I'm, I'm a CEO and a woman. Shocking. I know. Gasps. Uh, But if you want to follow my work life, I'm on LinkedIn as Roxy Brown. And if you want to follow more of my personal life, including my workouts and my meals and kind of what I do daily, you can follow my Instagram, which is Roxy.Brown. Instagram is roxy.brown. It's two totally different views of my life because I think we're all, you know, we all come in in work mode and then we go home and do, you know, other things that we enjoy doing. So I share a lot of my workouts on Instagram and, you know, I don't know, my favorite shoes and clothes and just things I'm into. So two different sides of me. You can follow either or none if you like, but I'm going to be posting this on LinkedIn and I hope that we can continue the conversation and I hope that you will check back in with me and let's see if we all pull our hair out or actually make some real progress before the month of May is up. So I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a fabulous week and I'll be back next week for another episode.